You're listening to Film School, the on-air online source for independent film, film that's changing the way we look at cinema and the world. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Mike Caspar. Today we'll be speaking with Heinrich Ruben Gens, the director of Terribly Happy, a fish-out-of-water story that follows a Copenhagen police officer who, following a nervous breakdown, is transferred to a small provincial town in southern Denmark, where nothing is as it seems. You can listen to this interview as well as interviews with Pascal Wexler, Harmony Kareen, Albert Mazels, John Sayles, John Turturro, Guy Madden, Philip Glass, Frederick Weissman, and many more online at filmschoolradio.com. In his new film, Terribly Happy, our guest today, Heinrich Ruben Gens, follows a big city cop on punishment duty in the Danish countryside. All mud cows and rubber boots, where village life in the macabre provincial order turns out to be a difficult fit. Terribly Happy won the Film Academy of Denmark Award for Best Director, Best Film, and Best Screenplay. Heinrich Ruben Gens, welcome to film school. Yeah. Hi, thank you very much. Well, well, thanks for being with us today. Now, you were uh, born and raised in uh, southern, is it Jutland? Yeah, Jutland. Jutland? Okay, I'll say Jutland from now on. Very good. Yeah. Uh, How was that? Is that a, uh, is that, are you representing it pretty uh, fairly in the film? Well, I think so, but uh, after the film came out, uh, I, I think I separated the uh, people in, in two over there, the ones who liked it and the ones who disliked it. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, everybody wants to be shown in a more romantic way than I did it, but uh, the, the other half, I thought it was uh, pretty cool. Now, the people that like it in uh, Jutland, uh, uh, would you, can you characterize them in a certain way as opposed to the people who didn't like it? Is there a... Uh, a, a conservative progressive split or a uh, or a realist uh, uh, what do you want to say romantic split there or is it just no I, I, what, what I say I think I, I, I think this kind of culture is not specific uh, uh, located to that area in, in, in Denmark I, I think you'll find environments all over where all over in the world where, where you have the the split between the, the uh, between the countryside the province and and the main uh, cities the capitals so so uh, there will always be, be subcultures all over the world and and they will uh, have different rules uh, to to live by so i don't think it's it's uh, that authentic uh, towards uh, that specific area. Ah. Now, now, you've said in another interview that uh, you've always dreamt of filming in the Danish marsh, marshlands. Is that because of the uh, the visual opportunities that are there, or is it have something to do with the people, too? 
No, first of all, it has something to do with it. It's the countryside where I grew up. It's it's the, the pictures that I grew up with, the landscape of my childhood. Uh-huh. So, and it has a, it had a really strong impact on me. It's it's really flat. It's naked. It's tough, uh, uh, and it's really graphical. It's a graphical uh, landscape. Strong visual. Uh, 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 yeah, it's it's really strong on the visual side. But uh, and then I, I became a director in Copenhagen, and it's totally different. It's it's cute and it's nice old houses and and but I don't uh, ever got the story to 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 make there. I I, um, I I was searching for a story to that I could argue uh, and go go through that area with a crew, but I never had the story. So all I did was in uh, around Copenhagen and the suburbs, and I never came there. So until this story uh, showed up. Uh, let, let's give our audience. By the way, we were speaking with Henrik Guntz. The uh, film is. Uh terribly happy why don't you tell our audience a little bit about this the storyline the, the of uh, in in the film and how you came to work with erling jepson uh in in writing this this film just a little bit about yeah. the storyline yeah yeah it's uh, uh the short uh, way it, it's it's uh, a copenhagen cup who uh, is transferred to that area to that remote Far away area in Denmark to to kind of recover. He had uh, done some bad things in his uh, in his career in Copenhagen, so he has he's transferred to, to that area to calm down, to relax, and then to to get hold of of himself, and uh, and then he can come back to his family life in Copenhagen. And uh, but everything turns out really wrong. So that yeah. I think that's the story. Yeah. Well, and and uh, it's just such a fascinating uh, story backstory as to how you came. To the material and your collaboration. Um, with... I mean, you you grew up with this fellow, the the novelist Erling Jebsen, uh, and I, yeah. I was I was reading where where he used to tell you stories and make you cry. Is that is that true? Yeah, you're right. Erling and I grew up in a village just close to that uh, that village where we actually shot the the film in, in the southern part of Jutland. Uh, uh, it, it was a small remote village as well, and 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 we lived just across the street. Uh, and he was well, a couple of years older than me. And when we were kids, he traumatized me and other guys with his uh, strange stories. He, uh, when we were kids, he was a really. I, I, I thought he was a kind of, uh, yeah, a, a, a demon. Uh, <laughs> there was uh, some some evilness inside him. So he told really scary stories. So I had nightmares, and actually I stopped playing uh, playing football because I, I didn't dare uh, be that far away from home. So uh, uh, I, I stopped <laughs> having a life uh, for a couple of years when we were kids. Later on, he, he moved to Copenhagen and, and became a writer. Uh, and ten years later, I, I went to Copenhagen and became a director. But I was too proud to to, to take contact to him, and I think he was too proud to take to to take contact to me. So we were in a kind of vacuum. Uh, our friendship were on 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 ice, you could say. And I waited for him to to come to me and ask me to 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 look at his thing, and and uh, maybe I would film some of of his uh, uh, stuff. And I wa- and he wanted me to come to him and beg him for for material for my film. So so none of us uh, 
to contact to each other until he wrote the book The Art of Crying about his um, about his childhood life in, in that area, in that town. Uh, and it, the book is a really masterpiece, so I, I, I had to, to, to call him and, and ask him for the book. But they, at that time, he had already given it away for another director. But he told me about this new idea he was working on, on uh, the story about the cop from Copenhagen uh, going to that, that, uh, that town. And I, I thought, oh, that, that sounds good. Yeah, he, he wanted to make a, a, a Western novel, he said, uh, because that landscape is, is so much Western-like. It's, it's like a prairie. So, uh, so that, that's how it started. Did, uh, now, see, so just so that I can uh, sort of frame this story, you were operating in essentially parallel universes. You're in Copenhagen. It sounds like he was uh, well-known enough to where you knew of each other's careers. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, he 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 went away ten ten or fifteen years before I did, uh, uh, and uh, he, he was really a uh, rather well known uh, writer in 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 in, uh, in Denmark. He has a lot of uh, plays for theater, some television uh, 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 things he has made, but he has never made a, a feature film. And then and then he began writing some novels. So, so he, uh, so he was, yeah, ten, fifteen years ahead of, of me in, in 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 bringing out his art. But you, you both came to reconnect as successes in your particular fields of endeavor. What was that initial contact that you made with him like? Was there, were you, did you feel a strain? Did you feel it was good to reconnect with somebody when you saw the story of uh, your your childhood, uh, your place where you you both grew up? Did that? sort of reignite this sense of bond that you had with him what was that first meeting like when you first uh, connected reconnected with Epson yeah of course as a director you're always looking for for good material good good things a good, a good story and uh, i read a lot of books a lot of scripts and uh, seldom you, you yeah you, you work on something it, it it works but it's not it's not that uh, perfect it doesn't match your your wishes uh, perfectly until I, I read the book The Art of Crying <laughs> and funny enough it, it was a, a story about my own childhood it was the friends of my own it was my teachers it was uh, I knew everybody in, in, in the book so and, and in that way it was a kind of uh, my own language it, it was a story from from my own perspective uh, mm-hmm. how I watched the world the same kind of humor a, a really dry dark Humor, uh, that way of of, uh, of looking at the world, uh, it, and it's a story. It's a really, really tough story about his sister being abused by by uh, by their father. But you can't stop laughing because it's written from the perspective of an 11 year old guy who is watching what's going on and doesn't know the the cruelness of uh, the cruelty of it. So you are while you are. While you are uh, crying uh, about the pain in the book, you're also uh, 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 laughing because it's so it's so funny, uh, and that's that's how he, he he writes his book books, and and that's his material. It's it's the uh, it's personal stuff, uh, incidents uh, happening in in his own life. So so yeah, in that way, I was rather familiar with with the tone of of, of his uh, of his uh, writing. Uh, now we're speaking with. 
Heinrich Rubin Gintz. The film is Terribly Happy. Uh, and the way I understand that this was written, uh, that Terribly Happy was written, is that uh, he would send you chapters one at a time, uh, and you would, uh, in, a, in a sense, uh, collaborate on, on how things were, uh, whether you thought they were going in a good direction, and then write your treatment based on on, on mm. that collaboration. Am I, am I getting that right? Yeah, you're right. Uh, while we while we ha- had this first meeting for a lot of years, where, when we didn't see each other, we we of course had a lot of stories to tell each other about uh, old times. And he asked me, "How oh, you have so you have so many ideas? Why why don't you participate on my uh, my my writing the book? Uh, when I send you chapters, you can comment on them on them, and you can inspire me with 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 stories. You know the people I'm writing about. So so let Let's collaborate on on, on 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 the book, and you can take out uh, you can work on your treatment uh, uh, at the same time. So that that was the agreement between us. Yeah, uh, yeah because I knew uh, uh, I, I knew the characters he was writing about, and I could add a lot to it. Uh, how about the doctor? Uh, where did where did he came, come from? Was he a, a character that you both knew, or was this a fictionalized uh, character? <laughs> Yeah, uh, 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 Alan uses uses the the real names. So so we after afterwards we have had a lot of trouble because the the Dr. <laughs> Serlang is it, 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 his real name and, and uh, <laughs> Alan thought he was dead uh, years ago, but he lives somewhere on on, on the elder house or something. He's taking care of, but uh-huh. he's over ninety years old and he reads books. And he he was so furious about uh, <laughs> about about uh, his being uh, being uh, first of all in, in the book and after after that in, in the film. So was so that, uh, was that it? Doctor Sorlang is 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 is, uh, is for real and and uh, actually um, the family the dysfunctional family in the in the movie in the film is is uh, is his uncle and aunt and and his cousin daughter and and that's the real names as well so uh, a lot of people know exactly who, uh, who the characters are when they when they read the book and see the film now, now given that given that these are are real people and not only just real people but real people who you knew personally how was it casting this film did you did you at all think back on what these people were like in making your decisions casting-wise, or were you much more involved in just the fictionalized versions? Yeah, uh, uh, of course. Uh, I, I, uh, I tried to get as, as far away from, from reality as, as possible because yeah. I, I didn't want to get... Uh, to point at, at, at specific people. Uh, but I... Also, because I, I based my work on the book, and uh, at that time you have a, a certain distance to to to, to the to the re- reality behind it, uh, and and I had some uh, ideas of who I wanted to cast, and and uh, yeah, when we're working on the script, you are at, at that point you have left uh, the, the the real stories, so you are so far away from it, so that that. You, you you have forgotten what was uh, the 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 point where you started. So uh-huh. no, I, I I didn't try to 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 get them look like the uh, the the real persons. Okay. 
Now, and, uh, now you're hearing, uh, at least here in the States, we're hearing a lot of uh, uh, talk and reviews and critiques of the film about the um, visual style and, mm. and other parts of the story, the story itself as being uh, somewhat, somewhat similar to American filmmakers. Uh, the Coen brothers have been mm. mentioned. Blood Simple has been a reference. I know that you, uh, David Lynch, David Lynch yeah. is another reference that we're hearing here. Uh, mm. I know that uh, you, I'm cer certain that you have admiration for these filmmakers, but you were more influenced by Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, mm. And did that? How did that come into play? And do you uh, do you agree with some of the uh, the references that are being made to Blood Simple and and Lynch films? Do you agree? Do you think that's a valid observation? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course I can see that. Uh, but I, first of all, I'm sure that the Coen brothers and, and David Lynch has seen David Hitch, uh, Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> yes. as well. So, yes. so I, I, and I think he, Hitchcock has seen Eisenstein or uh, Charlie Chaplin or whatever. So, yeah. so we are just building on on, on those kind of experiences uh, uh, that that these people uh, has has um, made. So, but of course, I can see the similarities uh, uh, between uh, the, the uh, David Lynch and the Cone. And I, 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 I like the film of Wim, Wim, uh, Wim Wenders and Jim Jarmus. There's a lot of uh, yeah. of great uh, directors that w w whose work I, I admire, of course. Well, well, uh, well, in what way? What way do you see Hitchcock? In your work, what in what how does it if it, if at all I mean, but it, uh, what do you see as the influence that he's had um, on the way you make a film? Well, I'll start up uh, in another angle because the first when I first saw films and had uh, uh, an impression of what what how strong films can can like, uh, how how great impact that they can have on on your person. It was when I was, well, about six or seven years old. I watched the Hitchcock film on German television with my my elder brothers. I was not allowed to, but I I, I did it, and I was I was so scared. I didn't understand the story, but I I, I could I I had a sense of what was going on and the images, uh, the the pictures, the 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 mood of the the tone of the film had that. That their uh, impact on me, so I I, I think uh, that impression is what I try to express later on, without knowing exactly what it is, and it's not a specific scene, it's not a specific uh, film that I'm I'm uh, I'm trying to 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 do. It's more it's more the essence of of, yeah. of what Hitchcock is. Right uh, now, when you, yeah. I just got to ask, what which film was it? Was it Psycho? No, it, it was a lot of films. I, I saw the uh, the Birds, uh, ah. uh, North by Northwest, and uh, Vertigo. I, I saw it was, they were shown at, at the uh, German television with uh, German uh, voiceovers. So, so uh, they, Kerry uh, Graham and Kerry Cooper and, and those guys talked yes. uh, German. But, but uh, of course, uh, yeah, I, I, and, and there was a, a lot of images that still comes to my mind. 
and and of course we did uh, to to honor Hitchcock, we did one uh, uh, the crossroad in 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 the film is of course uh, an homage to to Alfred Hitchcock. And so mm-hmm. it's we we just copied exactly that that the. Uh, that crossroads from from the north by northwest yeah yeah well i've got to say and we talk about this with filmmakers all the time it's the ability to establish a certain style a certain pace a certain tempo to your films a certain crafts uh craftsmanship to it and uh that's i think hitchcock's strength was his ability to construct a film and even though at times you could kind of see the pieces moving you were still so caught up in in the sheer artistry and his ability to pull these stories not only uh, uh, through the script but to the visuals uh, that it was just a he was a remarkable craftsman that's how I, I when I think of Hitchcock he really constructed great films I think you're totally right and just you you say it much more much better than I, I uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> able to I'm, I'm just an artist so but but no. I, I think you're it, it was it is the right way to, to, to look at it. Well, I, and I also want to listen. Uh, you're 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 do, you've done a fantastic job with this film, uh, and and by evidence of that is the fact that it was the winner of seven. Uh, uh, is it Robert or Robert Awards? Uh, the, it's, yeah, we have the Robert Awards and we have the Bodil Awards. Yeah, well, this this film, uh, your film, terribly happy, was it won. Seven uh, Robert Awards, the, uh, the Danish Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Actress, Screenplay. My goodness! Uh, uh, congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. it's a it is a beautiful film, and you've done a, a great job in, in piecing all these desperate elements together. When you're when you're portraying this kind of uh, detachment, almost from from evil, from wrongdoing. Uh, is there is there some way that you go about uh, directing that? Is there some way that you tell your your actors, you know, how to act like they don't know where it is they are in their lives? Mm, yeah, I'm often asked about my method, and I I really don't know what what my method actually is. What what I do, I I don't like rehearsing too much. Um, I don't like walking around on the floor and 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 have have the the, the actors to feel uh, specific things or, or to improvise something. Uh, I, I'm 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 really uh, working on the script, and when I I have to know, I have to feel every fiber of the script, and when I know the ex- what every pause means, I'm able to. To have the the conversation with the with the, the with the, the actors, and we are reading and we are we are talking and we are we are talking about every every line every every dialogue what it means what's underneath it because a lot of what of the talking is not what they really are are saying or are. Yeah, are talking about they they talk in the uh, the meaning is is in between the words. It's in the pauses, yes. and that's and and when they understand what's underneath, they understand the the context and they know to show the how which feelings they they shall show. I'm not the one to talk about feelings or or pulling out feelings of them. I think it's in the context and it's it's in the understanding. 
of of the of the yeah of the script of 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 the words every single dialogue it's every single dialogue is a strategy and when the when the actors know the exact strategy they know they they know the rhythm of the how fast they shall the talk how they how how long they shall uh, uh, keep back or when they shall attack with the with the, the next uh, uh, line so so the, I, I think it's through it's through reading and talking and right. understanding well congratulations on this it's a uh, it's wonderful having you on our show today the film is terribly happy Heinrich Rubin Gens, thanks for being a part of Film School. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. Thank you. Any Rubin Gens? Yeah. Terribly happy. Terribly happy. Yeah, and and I, there's a kind of certain, there is not kind of, there's a certain irony to that uh, title. I think that's. Terribly that's happy? Yeah. I was I was laughing the whole way. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The, the the lowest form of humor. Now, don't, yeah, don't do this to, to Mr. I Gens. didn't say I can't experience the lowest form of humor. <laughs> I'm just, just saying uh, what it is. Funny. That's, now, that's Terribly funny. Happy. Yes. All yeah. right. It's we, a bleak film. Yeah, it is. It's and a bleak I think, film, but, but some, I, I, sometimes I like something that's, I'd say it's easy on the eyes in oh, yeah. the sense that it, yeah. it, it is, it, it's not trying to be uh, happy-go-lucky. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a dark humor, and it's noir humor. You know, you know what this film reminded me of? What? Uh, an American film that we watched last year called Ballast. It's yeah, it, another bog film. It's another bog film. Yeah. Another and about characters and people. Part of the bog genre. Come to an un, untimely end and just uh, just a uh, anyway. I, and by the way, I didn't want. I hope we didn't get too caught up in the whole Hitchcock. No, no, not at all. It's nice the, to hear the Coen brothers that. and all that kind yeah. of stuff because he's done a work that stands alone, stands on its own. No, and he, I don't, knows, he, he knows that. Yeah, he realizes yeah, yeah. that we're Americans and we like to talk. That was something interesting too. He said that. Uh, 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 in in one of the interviews, one of the interviews, he mentioned that he would like to come to America. Hmm. We didn't even get into this in this during this whole thing, but he probably wouldn't have talked about it. Come to America and make films here. He's uh, terribly happy. Uh, has been uh, he's in negotiations now. Oh right, with uh, an American company, and he would be the director. To make an American version to of this film. Make an American version. Well, we didn't even get into that, which yeah. we could have. But uh, it's you know, it's yeah. his agent. He's probably got uh, yeah. CAA on the line, the other line, yeah. and don't say anything. Don't say a word because we're negotiating with Tom Cruise and uh, and yeah. uh, Meryl Streep. Please, and, yeah, please, no. yeah, please, don't. please no. Now, you know, I always say this because <laughs> I like Steve Buscemi, but Steve Buscemi would be a great cop. In yeah, this. yeah, and even even a match up to the. Um, the, the cop, uh, the Danish cop yeah. from Copenhagen, yeah. he'd, he'd be a, a good match. He's you know who would – actually, I'm going to play casting director okay. here. Uh, I would go with um, Aaron Eckhart. 
I mean, think yeah, would work okay. in that. Yeah. Well, if he looks a little bit phys- more like physically, it. and yeah. and he has that ability to me to be kind of uh, morally ambiguous, yeah. if you will. Uh, and yes, and so there you go. For more information about Film School, upcoming guests, and archived interviews, go to filmschoolradio.com. <laughs>